Michael. Hey, Diane. Michael, we are about to be sitting in the same room and getting to look at each other in person for the first time in two years. It sounds so weird hearing you say that, Diane, and yet incredibly wonderful and exciting all at the same time. I mean, that pretty much sums up where we are right now. <laughs> we, we are about midpoint into this annual six-week period when schools across America launch a new year and and weird and wonderful is is how I would describe it. <laughs> Couldn't agree more. And, and because what a year it's shaping up to be, right? I mean, while many of us were hoping that we would be able to enter the school year with things back to normal, quote unquote, the reality is we just aren't there yet. The most recent no. surge, right, as everyone has seen fueled by the Delta variant is certainly a part of what is preventing normal normalcy. But let's be honest, Diane, that's not everything that's preventing. No. Right? I mean, after extended closures, disruptions, and all the trauma that people have endured, everyone who is returning to school, they're just not returning the same. And we've got to face it that people are different after all that has occurred over the past 18 months. Uh, that, is, that is so clear to me, Michael, this week as, as our students return into our schools. Uh, you, you've, you've described it exactly as it is. And, you know, when we started the Class Disrupted podcast at the very beginning of the COVID pandemic, we were, we were observing that the pandemic was laying bare significant shortcomings um, in our education systems and models. And we, we really thought and hoped that the incredibly high cost of the pandemic would at a very minimum create the catalyst for change. Uh, you know, and we had hoped that we could do 10 episodes of this podcast, shine a light on the good work and the great thinking that so many people have done. And then honestly, we could get back to, to helping bringing those changes to life. All right. So hearing you say that, <laughs> Diane, it sounds like we were a little bit naive. But uh, in all seriousness, you know, as we've both said, despite a lot of pessimism around us, we, we are at the end of the day, unapologetic optimists, both of us. We and, are. Obviously, in our second season covering the last school year, it, it was challenging at times. But I think that what we observed and experienced was that no one was really in a position to be sort of getting above all the madness and, and taking on the really important work of redesign and change. And, you know, everyone was just trying to survive. And week to week, there were dramatically different currents that were changing them at, at all times. And you know, in that process, we were obviously able to observe, though, some big themes and trends and deepen our own understanding of the issues that are demanding change right now. I, that's exactly right, Michael. And so here we are at the start of a third school year that will in large part be defined by COVID-19. Uh, we didn't want that to be true, but it does appear that that's going to be true. And so class disrupted it, it continues to be disrupted and class disrupted will continue because we've really taken a step back and, and reflected and decided to take on a third season um, in hopes that we can make a contribution to the collective work of uh, that so many are doing in this nation and that our nation really needs. Yeah, and th that is indeed our hope, Diane. And, and while things you know remain incredibly uncertain and, and the day-to-day -day work to simply operate schools continues to be super challenging. We do think that there might be some space this year to begin to redesign and evolve our schools so that they are truly meeting the needs 
of all students, all families in our society. Michael, that describes where I am as a, as a school system leader. Uh, and I would just add that there are some realities that are going to force change, like it or not. And so we are really in that place of working to both deal with the still constant changes that COVID brings and to be able to look forward and to be able to strategically plan and, and um, look further into the future. And so my hope is that we can surface and advance the changes that are bridges to the future and help people see where we collectively want to go and should be going. And Diane is perhaps the most promising sign of hope. Uh, <laughs> our next episode of, of this third season will be recorded in person. Oh and, my gosh. Right? With a live audience too. <laughs> Uh, at the ASU GSV Summit, which uh, for those that don't know is typically an annual summit that occurs in the spring. Uh, it's been going for over a decade now uh, and uh, rescheduled uh, to August in San Diego. And then uh, we hope all of you will join us this season. And we hope you'll share the word in your communities to get other people excited about these significant changes that we're talking about and, and believe need to be made. Uh, for this third season of Class Disrupted, available at all of your fa favorite places to listen to podcasts. And thanks, as always, for your feedback and support during this journey. And Diane, I can't wait to see you soon. <laughs> <laughs>